What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode. It's been a while. Glock and Goldie Unchained. Not just Glock and Goldie Unchained, but a wrestling show. Uh, if you guys didn't watch SummerSlam, absolute amazing pay-per-view. Um, we, me and Goldie are here to talk about it. We're going to go through the uh, our thoughts and feelings. But we're going to start off with the new era. We got Triple H running the show now. Um, so... I, see, I don't know all the all the allegations against Vince McMahon and why he retired. Goldie, do you want to kind of talk about that? So, yes, we are entering the the game era, the Triple H era, uh, due to Vince stepping down. Um, it's multiple allegations. I believe the last number I read it was it was, it was up to five um, different. Um, situations where he was inappropriate um whether it be sexually inappropriate or just you know a boss employee inappropriate um where no easy way to say it but hush money was was spent it was it was money that was given to um women to keep quiet women to keep quiet yeah um and just kind of go away so Obviously, there's there's more. That's a moral issue. Those are more moral issues. But you can't fire somebody on moral issues. So you can't have legal allegations on moral issues. Yeah. It, so there's nothing that can really be done with that. The reason he is in so much hot water and the reason he stepped stepped down is all those allegations and hush money adds up to around fourteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. If that money came out of his pocket, there's nothing that can be done. If it came out of WWE's pocket, the company, the brand as a whole, where you have stockholders, executives, and a, a board, that money is not accounted for. That's an issue. That's fraud. Now, now you're stealing money, and that's essentially what happened. Even though in the big picture it's his money, it's it's not because yeah, it's, because there's a board, because it's public, it's it's the WWE's money. And I believe because of him stepping down and everything all the reports that have come out in the in the last few weeks, uh, I would say last few months, um is it's WWE's money, and now he's trying. He's he's got to get out as fast as he can and figure out his next steps because things could lead to now not only fraud and taxes and and against the company, but now I believe legal actions can be brought up on whatever situations he was put into if they were you know, illegal. If, if, you know, he inappropriately touched somebody and paid them to go away. Like now that stuff can kind of come up because that money is no, that money, th those transactions are no longer legal because it wasn't legally tendered money from the way I understand it. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a part of WWE. So I don't know the intricates of it, but on the big picture, it's Vince did something stupid. He tried paying for it to go away. He paid with the wrong person's money, and now he's in trouble. I mean, uh, that's 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 the 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 pothead version I can give. Um, the pot, now I, I because of that, the pothead version, I just, <laughs> I, I just caught that. I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, that's the dumbed down version. Um, so with that, you have Stephanie. 
taking over, you know, is she's in the, the uh, co-CEO role with um, Nick Khan, who has been a part of WWE for some time now. Yeah. Um, and Triple H taking over head of creative. Now, there's been other heads of create quote unquote heads of creative in the past right um you had uh nick Khan was at one point bruce pritchard um i i even believe paul Heyman was in there for a little bit um triple h you know had had moments of of being in creative um i don't know if he was head of creative you know there's so many different titles for different in different positions but in the in the end when vince was there even if you were head of whatever department it still had to go through vince vince had the final say on everything and every matter um so your title really meant nothing unless vince was okaying or agreeing to whatever you were saying now that Triple H has that, he has no one above him except for Stephanie, and him and Stephanie are on the same page, you know? Um, oh, absolutely. And Triple H's vision is a lot different than Vince's. Um, Vince, Vince has that, you know, that um, sports entertainer, you know, because he doesn't believe that WWE is professional wrestling. They, they were not professional wrestlers. They were sports entertainers. Triple H is from that old school training, that old school mindset um, of professional wrestling. And that's really what's been happening in the last few years. You've had WWE sports entertainment um, and AEW professional wrestling. So it was very, they're very different shows. And you can tell, you can see the differences when it comes to that. To to SummerSlam's aspect, and even to NXT, if you look at at, at NXT Black and Gold mm. compared to NXT 2.0, NXT Black and Gold was very AEW esque, which is why a lot of those wrestlers that were with Triple H and Shawn Michaels, because they the Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and and William Regal all ran uh, NXT Black and Gold. Yeah. All those wrestlers that were there with him, if they got moved up to the main roster, Vince changed their persona, their character, everything. He changed everything on them so that they were nothing like they were in NXT because in NXT they were professional wrestlers. Vince wants sports entertainers. Um, and all those guys that, that did leave after, instead of getting called up, and when Vince took over and rebranded everything down to making it, you know, the um, tie-dye splatter of 2.0, getting rid of that black and gold, those wrestlers, I would say about 75% of them have moved over to AEW because that's more of the style that they, that they are. Now, now that Triple H has regained the reins, you're going to get those, if anybody knows, you know, wrestling, you're going to get the black and gold NXT takeover days when you had Sasha Banks and um, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, you know, th these guys that, that really broke the mold for Triple H. Show Triple H is more than just this wrestler producer. Like he is he is the next Vince. Um obviously Vin you can't fill and nobody could Vince fill Vince's shoes. Vince turned nothing you know Vince turned shit into diamonds. You know like he he really changed the whole landscape as a whole. 
Um, but he has his faults. He did was losing for a long time against WCW, and WCW at the time was more professional wrestling. Um, and he was losing that war. NXT lost its war to AEW, which is why Vince took over NXT and, and essentially fired Triple H from that role. Um, but now that he's in charge, we... Last last Monday Night Raw, it started with last last week's Monday Night Raw. You could tell the difference in the show. It was a little bit more um, structured, I think is the, 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 the best way I can explain it. Um, there was a lot more. It had, for me, it had that old school Attitude Era or Attitude-esque about it. There was a lot more backstage interaction, but not interviews. So, like, in the last few years, anytime you got stuff backstage, it was like they were interviewing wrestlers. Yeah. And it, it was very frustrating because, like, you, th it's all scripted. The, all, those, all those promos are scripted, and it's very... You could tell when someone was just given a script and told to memorize something, like, compared to, again, AEW, where it's not. It's go out... You have, you know, you have a three-minute promo. You have to hit these four bullet points. Go. You know, and and just off the top of your head, go, and you can tell those those differences. Monday night, we were back to yes, there was still it was still somewhat scripted, but you could start seeing that it wasn't "I am the beast, I am going to beat you." It was, like, it was it more was, it, uh, improv. It was more improv, right? And the backstage uh, segments were, you know more of that beating each other up like all of a sudden they've scanned to a fight that broke out you know between two wrestlers or, or whatever the case may be um leading in that then then led into friday night smackdown which i thought was one of the best smackdowns we've had in a long time now in the last few years smackdown rating wise money wise uh is is the flagship show quote unquote flagship show um they average anywhere between 2.1 and 2.5 million viewers compared to where Raw is at 1.5, 1.7 million viewers. Um, the demographic is a lot different now, and that's also because you're on Fox. You're on Fox for Friday Night SmackDown. So it's Fox is in a lot more homes than compared to uh, the USA Network for Monday night. So yeah. you're, you're getting a bigger demographic. You're getting a larger viewership. So they've, de they've definitely boosted. It was, SmackDown was always the better show is what I'm trying to say for the last year, two years. Um, but SmackDown this past Friday was definitely the better one of the last few years. That led into SummerSlam, where now... You have one of the, if not the best SummerSlam in the last. I went to SummerSlam 2017. It was at, um, um, in, it was in Brooklyn. And that was the last, like, I want to say good SummerSlam. And it wasn't even that good. I couldn't even tell you a lot of the matches that were on. Um, someone actually was talking about uh, one of the women's matches there. And I completely forgot that that match happened. I was like, oh shit! I guess I guess I was at that match. I didn't even know that that you know Natalie won the world championship there. So it was it was forgettable. I guess is the best. And it was and at that time it was one of the better ones. This now blows probably in the last decade SummerSlams out of the water from from the wrestling aspect of it, the flow of it, the excitement of it, um, the 
uh, those the CGI's that they do, you know, on uh, the entrances um, on Raw and SmackDown when when the wrestlers come out, you get like, you know, Becky Lynch, uh, not Becky Lynch is, uh, yeah, be- well, Becky Lynch has the big time backs. It's like her head. It's like big, big blown up. Bianca Belair, the hair's whipping around. Um, the CGI that they used on SmackDown, I mean, on on SummerSlam was epic now granted yes they were in a giant stadium so it, it's gonna look better but it just had that 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 big time feel you it's a big time pay-per-view SummerSlam is one of the big four pay-per-views that wwe's had for the last 30 years so it should have that big time feel it should have that wrestlemania feel it's just not wrestlemania and i got that feel on saturday night um now you can't all over social media the last two days, everybody is thanking Triple H and, and, you know, blowing smoke up Triple H's ass. Yes, I'm one of them. I think he did a great job. But in reality, Vince only stepped down a week ago. It's not like they write their shows... The night of. The night of. Right. And they have their storylines the night of. So... This still had a lot of Vince in it. You know, there's no matter how, no matter how you want to spin it, Vince was a part of this SummerSlam. Whether it's the storylines that he started months ago, weeks ago, um, plans, you know, the the thoughts of where they wanted to go with it, that still has Vince all over it. Yeah. But you could definitely see that there was Triple H involved in that. I mean, just off the first match, without going too far. But at the end of that match, when you had Bailey return, Bailey and the, and the, and and her group now, those are all NXT people. Those are people that Vince had no faith in. Those are Triple H girls. So the, that that was that was Triple H. That was you could see that coming through. But now our next pay per view, next big quote unquote pay per view, the big four is Survivor Series, which happens in the fall. That is the where everyone should be looking at what Triple H has done or is going to do, what he, you know, where where we stand. That's the benchmark there because tonight starts the Triple H era. Because Which now it's I will be there. <laughs> yes, you will be there. I'm a little jealous. Uh, um it is the first it is the first raw that I am actually excited to watch uh, and I can't wait for. Um but this is the start because, you know, after every pay-per-view you have, after the small paper, the monthly pay-per-views, let's call them, you have soft resets, soft storyline resets. Um, you might get a new storyline here or there, but it's mostly the same stuff, just different angles um, leading to the quote-unquote big pay-per-views, which we just had. After the big pay-per-views is when you have the resets. So now you have, you're going to have a reset tonight, new storylines. And you kind of saw it leading in like, like Monday, last Monday night um, and Thursday night. And even at SummerSlam, you can start seeing the new storylines that are, that are going to start spinning up. Um, they started planting seeds. So now tonight is, is the, is the go between tonight and on Friday for SmackDown. Obviously you have the two different brands. So now those are going to merge and come to a head at yes the multiple little pay-per-views but the next big one would be survivor series so that's my benchmark for him and then after survivor series you have the lead into the royal rumble um which the royal rumble is normally the reset of the year going into wrestlemania yeah and then you've then obviously after wrestlemania you reset and go again uh so 
that's the the now that we're in the Triple H era. So yeah, and I and I love that everybody and I agree. You know, this is exciting. Triple H did a really good job. He did a good job in the aspect of he was given something that already I would say was probably about eighty percent done. You know, ninety percent done. You just have to make sure you hit flip the switch to turn it on and kind of the machine's gonna run itself. You know, as for as far as the production side of it, the TV side of it, that stuff is just gonna run as it normally does smooth and just go um now now we're in officially tonight is going to be the reset of the triple h era so this is exciting and you know paul Heyman. there's rumors of paul Heyman moving over to creative and if he if he gets back into creative i this is going to be a brand new era it's going to be a very interesting very interesting. Uh, so there, there, there's your, your Triple H, Vince McMahon Vince catch Vinny. up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to get into the, uh, the card that was there. Uh, so it started off the night with uh, uh, Bianca Belair uh, versus yep. Becky Lynch. Uh, now, let me ask you a question. because I, Do you think she actually hurt her arm or was that just her selling the crap out of it? Becky, um, Becky Lynch. I believe that's that that was full sell. Full sell, yeah. okay. I, I mean, not full sell. I would say she was she probably felt it enough where it was hurting or bothering her, but she was definitely selling it more than what we were seeing. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, we were sitting there watching it, and it looked like she landed kind of awkwardly on her arm, and then like the rest of the time yeah. she's holding it, and looked like she like there was actually a part where they were up on the top rope. And it almost looked like there was meant to be a move there, and then they didn't hit it. Almost like she didn't want to hit it, and then right. they went to the other the other top rope, and then it was almost like F it, just do it. And yeah. it looked like she was actually in pain, and I was like, I can't tell if she's actually hurt or she's actually selling this right now. I, I'm gonna say she was hurt. She was hurting um, enough that she was obviously able to finish the match. Um, not enough to take her off TV. And where she has to go and possibly have surgery, I I wouldn't think it's an emergency kind of issue. It could be something that she would need surgery in the in the future. It's going to be one of the, more of those like annoying things. Like you're going to feel it when you're working out. You're going to feel it, you know, Almost when like you're a, maybe the a match. maybe a bruise in her shoulder. Probably, you know, yeah. To yeah. the to the point where you know, and and this could be the, just good selling on her part. But I don't know if you noticed, but at the end of that match, when she went to shake Bianca's hand, she put out her left hand. Yeah, I know. Her right yeah. hand is the one. Her right arm was the one that was hurting. And so her left arm went out to handshake, and that's, you know, in etiquette world, that's the wrong hand. It yeah. should be the right hand. So that was the, one of the first things I noticed. To the point was, okay, maybe she is actually hurting. Um, I believe she's probably selling it more than she. Then she's letting on, but it's definitely, it made me think, yeah. you know, it made me think like, okay, where, where is she now? Um, but I got to assume, especially now having the Bailey return and, and Becky turning face, yeah. she, she, you know, she's going to still be wrestling. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not shy about saying it. I, t I talk about it all the time. I don't know all the women wrestlers because I've, I've just never really been a, a huge into, into the women wrestling. Like, cause yep. back, back when I grew up, the attitude area stuff, it was just totally different. The women, yeah, absolutely, the, the, women, women were were treated a lot differently during the attitude. In the attitude area, you had. Pillow fight matches yeah, and lingerie bra, bra matches, panties matches, bra panty matches, and, right? Yeah. Like they really degraded the women. Yeah. Um, during that time. 
Yeah. And that's Vince. And that's Vince. And then yeah. it goes to, goes back to Vince. He got in trouble for it, yeah. you know, degrading women. Yeah. And then you look at the reason we have a women's division, the, or what the women's division is now, the quote unquote women's revolution, is because of Triple H and Stephanie. That they all started in NXT. Yeah. NXT was where the women revolution started, to yeah. the point where Stephanie had an all women's pay per view. Yeah. It was only women map, women on the card all night. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I was like, I, I was making this comment when we were, you know, when, um, so when, um, Bailey came out, I, I was sitting there, I was like, I, I was, you know, my buddy I was watching with was like getting kind of excited. I'm like, I, I really don't know who these people are, like, no offense, but it's like, I've, as I've been watching again recently, I'm actually really back into it, paying attention. I was like, noticing how good these women are, like, Compared yeah. to what I grew up with, you know these little yeah. BS matches. They be, they 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 didn't know how to sell anything, and and they were just yes. they were they were just out there to do bra and panty matches. So yeah, you know, that, like that was the time you would go and get food and come back for in time for the next match. But I was like, <laughs> I'm noticing a huge change, and I really enjoyed. Um, oh yeah, the, 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 this, the women's that. revolution started with the Bellas, really, the yeah. Bella Twins. That's, yeah. that's when it started. So you, you're talking maybe, maybe like almost 10 years ago. About the time um, I stopped watching, too. Right, so right, exactly. Um, and then you have, so Bailey, Bailey was, the, um, she was um, a hugger. She was all, she'd have like, you know those, um, those blow-up things at gas stations, like the things that dance, like the air shoots into them and they oh, like yeah, flop yeah, around? yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she used to come out and like she'd have like six of those on the stage and she was all bright colors and bounce around and she'd hug everybody as she was coming down and she'd always tell everybody, I'm a hugger. She was like this bubbly character and it really got over. People really loved it. Um, and then right before pandemic, she turned heel and she became the Bailey that, a version of that Bailey that we saw come out at SummerSlam, so which I'm happy she's staying with that version because um, that, that Bailey is, is amazing. The other two women that came came out with her, I, you know, I don't really know them. Um, one of them, I believe, is from NXT 2.0, which I don't watch. I refuse to watch that NXT because of the way Vince turned it into. Um, the other woman, I believe, is also NXT, um, but I don't really know them. You know, so they're they're Triple H, they're Triple H women. Bailey, I know. Bailey, I respect. So. What Triple H was going for there is to put these two women with a respected name, so it puts respect on their names, and I'm okay with that. You know, let's see who these two women are. Let's is this division gonna get bigger than it is? I mean, in the past, women would get two minute matches. Yeah, really. Those women, the, that, that that first match was almost a thirty minute match. It was a great yeah. match. Oh, it, it, dude, it, uh, there's multiple times I thought it was gonna be over because I'm so used to that, and I, I was like, oh, yeah. they're, oh, they're still going. Holy crap! It was a great match. I enjoyed the crap out of it. It was a, yep. it was a great way to, to open the show, honestly. Yep. Yeah. You know? Um. So okay. So moving. We're almost. We're already twenty minutes. So we gotta start moving a little bit quicker. But um. <laughs> uh. So the next match was Logan Paul versus The Miz. Now, I don't like the Paul brothers whatsoever. Okay. I, I I don't I don't like I I mean I I like Logan more than I like Jake, but uh, I just I, I I'm not I'm I'm not a, was never a huge fan of Logan even coming in. Um, I was kind of surprised. Um, I think he did a good job. I think Logan did a good job. I, you know, I, um, I still am in awe of his splash off of the freaking top rope yeah. to the table like <laughs> i i even sat there when he did i was like oh my god like part of me was hoping he would over jump it but 
<laughs> but I mean, he he. I mean, he, there's no doubting he's athletic. He's obviously mm-hmm. been working. He's been working hard too. Um, yep. And it, I think I I personally think uh, it was a really good match. I mean, I don't know how far. Look, you know, then you had AJ Styles come out. Um, for Champa, because that's yeah, gonna be a whole. That's, this, yeah. Ch- so Champa, who this is who Champa is. Champa was the last NXT champion underneath the Triple H and Shawn Michaels regime of NXT. When Vince took over, Champa was champion. Within a week or two, Champa lost that belt, and it started Vince's reign with Braun Breaker and you know his 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 NXT you know two point so Champa is is someone that is high on Triple H's list. So I, I putting him in a feud with AJ Styles, I think is great. I think it's going to be great. Well, AJ Styles, I think can can really help anyone excel. He's such a great wrestler. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. who he's in the yeah, ring with. Exactly. Yeah. So any yes. anyone anyone that goes in there with him, they're going to be able to you know build them up. You know, yes. it was great matches. So, uh, but overall, I thought you know it, it wasn't that long of a match. I think it was you know a, you know a good second a second you know. I believe yeah. it was like almost fi- we, we, it was closing it, it, in on fifteen yeah, minutes. Yeah, it was about fifteen minutes. Yeah. But you know they had a lot of big spots in there again with the, with the mm-hmm. whole table thing, and then they had you know the low, you know getting him back with the low blow and everything. Uh, yes, uh, I'm sorry, I still love the whole tiny balls thing. It's so freaking hilarious. <laughs> Did you uh, see on Mrs. on Mrs. Trunks? It says, "Hello, my yeah. balls are massive." My balls are massive. It's so it's so good. <laughs> I'm sorry, I dude, I love the Miz. I think Miz plays a I great character, man. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, I was hoping. I've I mean, never, I, I, I've never, never booed the Miz. I've loved him always. He's and a great heel, man. He, he's, he embraces he is just it. amazing. He's yeah. amazing, and I think he did. So let me ask you this: What do you think Logan Paul did better at WrestleMania tagging with the Miz or SummerSlam one on one versus the Miz? I, I, I think better is one on one with the Miz. Or, I think he did. A, I think he did a great job at WrestleMania, but I, yeah. I really think he came out of this now. With the respect of okay, I could see him wrestling going forward. Not every week, not on SmackDown and Raw, but like if you want to bring him in for the big pay per views, a part time wrestler, I'm okay with that because you know what he can he can prove he proved he can do it. He put his time in. You could totally tell he yeah. put his time in. He did he, yes. did, he did he did great at WrestleMania because again he's he's very athletic. He is very you know he, mm-hmm. he is, there's no no you know there, there's nothing that's saying he's not athletic. He he could pull stuff up, but obviously with the way that he was able to sell stuff, the hits. Um, he's obviously been working his butt off, and, I, and as much as I, I'm not a fan of the Paul brothers, you got to give respect where respect is due. And mm-hmm. he, he did a great job. I was very, I was actually very impressed. I was still rooting for the, 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 the win. one thing that he, <laughs> <laughs> the one thing he had issue with throughout that match that I noticed was he kept on uh, getting blown up. I don't know if you know what that term, uh, being blown up. Uh, um, I, I don't. So, think so okay, so being being blown up means you're out of breath. You can't. You're you're. Oh yes, yes, yes okay. You're moving slow. Your your hands on your knees. You know, like you're just kind of sitting in a corner. You're you're blown up. You just can't. You just can't catch your breath. You can't m- keep moving forward. But in that same sentence, so was the Miz. That was, also, it was a grueling I match. also noticed it with with Bianca and Becky. So I have to go with they were outside in Tennessee in the humidity. Yeah. And it was just tough for them in general um to be able to do that. So yeah. I would like to see him again in a, in a, in an arena where he has that, you know, that pure oxygen getting pumped in and you know, he's not he doesn't if if that happens in that type of situation then I'm going to be like, "All right, dude, I don't, you know, I don't know." 
I don't know if this is right. Cause if that's going to keep, I don't want to keep seeing you put your hands on your knees, catching your breath, you know? Yeah. But that was the only issue I had with that match. And again, I would go with, it was probably because of the humidity and you kind of saw it throughout the night with everybody having that same type of issue. Oh yeah. I mean, that was pretty normal, but overall, overall, I thought that was, I was, I was thoroughly impressed with that match to be honest with you. Um, Moving forward, we had uh, Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Pretty that one didn't last didn't, didn't last too long. Um, it, I don't know. I, I I felt like that was pretty predictable. What was going to happen in that one? Yeah. Uh, he came out. He attacked him with the with the briefcase, and then tried to like run away or whatever. And then um, you know for for you. Know, they got into it a little bit, and then basically he just locked in the hurt lock, and then he tapped out. That was, I mean, in reality, it's all I remember from it. It wasn't anything. Yeah. That, there was nothing really in there. That I was like, oh, okay. But then, and that, now, I, now to talk about this a little bit, um, I just found something out yesterday. I never heard these allegations against Austin Theory. Um, don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what so I'm I talking about? No. Um, so. I was having this discussion uh, in my Twitch chat with somebody who's a huge wrestling fan, a lot of knowledge on wrestling, um, and he apparently there's allegations against Austin Theory about sending nude photos to an underage girl on Snapchat. Oh shit! And I looked it up. Um, I actually looked it up, and you know, supposedly, I'm trying to see if uh, if I actually find the story. Uh, this happened, I think, like a year a year ago or something. Because uh, actually, there was an article that came out. It was at it was at a thing called Speak, Speaking Out, uh, twenty twenty two. And one of the articles right here, it's called it's from Deadspin. It's it's called um, uh, it it was um about them pushing him to the moon despite allegations. And supposedly, somebody I I just like kind of run through it fast. Um, oh wait, hang on, this might be the wrong one, but. Supposedly, I was reading yesterday, a teen, right here, one of the paragraphs says at the same time, there's some accusations against Riddle apparently, but a teenage girl came out, claimed that Theory had sent her inappropriate pictures on Snapchat when she was just 13 years old. None of the messages were made public as the girl said Theory demanded she delete them after sending them. Not much more came out of it, but the main roster run at Theory had begun. That time uh, was aborted by WWE and Theory was off TV for a few weeks before returning to NXT. His main roster uh, re-entrance would come uh, wouldn't come for another year or so. Uh, so I don't know how long how long that exactly was. That, that had to be a while ago because he's been on the main roster for since I've been watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would say I would say this fall would be this September would probably be a year if if it hasn't been a year already. I yeah. feel like he came out right after SummerSlam last year. Yeah. Um. So. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, I, a, it's, a, it's accusations. You're, you're innocent until proven guilty. That's exactly what I said. I said that's exactly what I said. But I was like, I'm only bringing it up because I literally just heard about this yesterday, and I was like, wondering yeah. if you are, if you already had details yeah, about no, it. Yeah, no, I had no idea. I'll, I'll look a little bit more into it just for my own knowledge. But I'm gonna go with if it happened this long ago, and he's been on the main roster for a while now. It's either innocent. been settled, yeah, or you know, or what it came out false. Yeah. So. I, I'm I'm not sure, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I like Austin Theory to the. I, th I think he's a good. I think he's a good wrestler. I think he's a very good athlete. Um, I think he's pretty good at promos too. Um, he's yeah. He 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 is. He does have a. He does have a good. Uh, he reminds me of a young John Cena. Honestly, he does. Um, but I I I think they're they're. Uh, my personal opinion. 
I don't like them trying to force him down my throat. Yes, um, but that's I, but okay. So that's that's, that's a Vince McMahon. It is Vince McMahon. That's a Vince move. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you know, it's one of those things where like I was, you know, as as I think Theory has a bright future. Um, mm-hmm. I I was not a fan of. I don't really like his whole shtick with the whole selfies and all this other stuff. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny at the same time. But uh, it's it's one of those things where you force him into the Money in the Bank match. I knew as soon as they announced that he's going to win. Regardless, mm-hmm. it, it, it like the whole it kind of as great as, as the Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. We didn't do a review on this, but I think the main event was great. But as mm-hmm. soon as they put him in there. You knew I knew he was gonna win. You knew he was winning. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. anytime someone went up there, I was like, it doesn't matter. Austin Theory's gonna win. And he ends up winning it. It was like, you know, I it, it was it, it was the predictability, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we'll, and I'll kinda get into that a little later on when we you and me have a disagreement. But um <laughs> But but you know, it, it was one of those things where it, it's like you're trying to force him down my throat. I respect him and his skill, his promos and stuff, but like stop trying to tr- stop trying to force him on me, you know what I'm saying? Well, this so this is this is the scene, John Cena was forced on everybody. Absolutely, I mean, I remember that when he came. When I remember I was still watching religiously back then, and, right. and, he, and I didn't like John Cena at first. Right, right, okay. After John Cena, every, after John Cena was forced on everybody, Roman Reigns was forced on everybody, mm-hmm. and people, people really turned on Roman because it was like, hey, wait, you're not doing this again. We we got Cena forced down our throats, and now you're doing it again with Roman Reigns. The difference is, it took Roman some time, but now he's in God mode, you yeah. know. And we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah, that we'll in another, the, yeah, yeah. you know, later on. But now you have Theory, who's being forced down our throats, and it's like, c- come on, guys. Like so now, but that's that's Vince McMahon. I don't know if if. If theory is gonna get the same type of push underneath Triple H, I I'm gonna go with I don't think so. I don't think so. That. I, I, think gonna, I, I really don't think so. You know, you know, Roman Reigns had a had a pretty good promo. I don't know if you watched SmackDown the other night. Daddy's um, not here anymore. Dad, your daddy's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, Vince was his daddy for a long time too. Yeah. So, <laughs> but. Yeah. but but I guess if anybody's gonna say it and understand it, I guess Roman Reigns would be the one I, to do it. I think, but yeah, gonna, I, I don't, I don't think Triple H is gonna. I don't think he's gonna get the same type of push. I think Theory's still gonna get somewhat of a push. It's not gonna be as aggressive though. It, yes, that's what I think. I don't think it's gonna be as aggressive. I still, and we can talk about. We're gonna talk about this later on, anyways, because it comes up in the main event. But I think mm-hmm. I, I still think that he's going to cash in and lose. I, I still think that's what's, what's gonna happen with him. I have two different two different theories on that. We'll, 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 we'll get no, into, no, we'll, no pun intended. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to it later. Point. So, the, but I, I, the one thing about the, about this um, this match, real quick, um, is I the match was was meh. I loved Bobby Lashley's entrance. Oh yeah. Um, I thought between the CGI of the stadium, the the lights of the stadium, him standing on that block, and just the way his body with the light hitting his body, which was not CGI, that was just his body. That's just him, freaking nature. Holy shit, he looked like a fucking champion, a star. Like I was like, wow, man. And Bobby Lashley, I've known Bobby Lashley, I've I followed him all the way back to his teen eighties when on on Impact. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking fifteen years ago. And a little bit of even he because he was he uh, was mixed martial arts yep. too, 
So he's oh he's been around along, but this was the first time where I was like, holy shit, like this guy is fucking awesome. So I, I I'm I'm excited to kind of see where Bobby Lashley goes from here. Um, if we get another heavyweight title run, or or I'm cool with uh, I'm cool with the U.S. champion run, and honestly, I would love to see him and. Uh, Gunther, who should be renamed back to Walter, that was his name in NXT until Vince changed it to Gunther, mm. um, for the Intercontinental Championship. I think the two of them would put on a fucking masterpiece. But that's you know that's wishful thinking down the road. Yeah. Um, so moving on, uh, you had Judgment Day versus the Mysterios, no, no disqualification. I think a uh, little little predictable what was going to happen. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yep. Obviously, you saw the promos with Edge and everything. Now, yeah. I, I personally was taking, I, I was kind of taking those promos as, you know, everyone thought it was The Fiend at first. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was wondering if he was going to come back with The Fiend or something, you know, the, mm-hmm. the way they made the promo look. But literally, the, the, the end of the promo said, I'm coming back tonight. So. Yeah. When else is he gonna come back, right? So, right. Right. so you know the match. The, the match was, was all right. I, you know, my personal th- thoughts on it. I, I still think uh, Dominic. In my opinion, he still needs a little bit of work. Yes. Uh, when, when I when I watch him, he doesn't look com- that comfortable. Still, he looks very stiff. He looks very stiff. It looks. Yep. He, he is very confused. Um, mm-hmm. You know, during obviously during the match, Edge comes back. Um, you know, comes up out of the, out of the little the little stage thing, like old school, mm-hmm. almost old school. Was it Brood uh, days? Brood, the Brood days. The Brood yep. days, and then um, I, which I thought his look, that entrance, that was awesome. Oh, it like, was great. I loved it, that his look. entrance was awesome. He cut, yeah, he comes down, basically beats the crap out of uh, Damian Priest, who I I like Damian Priest. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I like Finn Balor too. Um, and uh, and uh, so you know. Mysterio's end up winning, and uh, with the botched ending, which if you if, if you notice, Rey Mysterio was pretty pissed after the match mm-hmm. uh, because he missed he missed the the ending. He botched the ending springboard, unfortunately, which is very uh, uncommon. Of well, Rey- that goes back to the ropes, the humidity, the ropes were sweating. Well, it was very slippery. Well, you know, and also, so. if you pay, we, we I backed it up to see what exactly happened. And also, what screwed him up was his son. If you noticed, his son was, for some odd reason, was exiting the ropes to go to the outside. And actually, his back hit the top rope and lifted it up, and it caused Mysterio's foot to miss. Mm. So it was like one of those things where I was tra- I was trying to watch it, and I was like... I was like, "What was uh? Well, why were you even trying to exit the ropes? So, you know, you were messing with the ropes before your dad's about to do a springboard. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, it was a little... uh. Yeah, like a little botch thing. I, I don't really put all the blood on think Mysterio. Dominic, I think Dominic honestly needs to be removed from Ray. Like I, 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 I like, think that's I can where get they're behind Dominic. At. What? I think that's where they're kind of going, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I think I can, I can get behind Dominic joining Judge, Judgment Day, and I think he needs to be separated from Ray because, as much as a a, a, a great athlete and wrestler and performer that Rey Mysterio is, it's still his son. So you're not going to treat him like a trainer to a student would. You're Mm -hmm. still going to treat him like your son. Absolutely. So I I really think he could benefit getting pulled away from him and and being underneath the the tutelage of Finn Balor, just like Damian Priest is, because Damian Priest is still very young. And Finn Finn Balor is, is, you know, he's a veteran and he's smart. Finn Balor, Um, by the way... 
speaking of uh, when you were talking about Bobby Lashley, that guy is freaking zero percent body fat, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. my dude, he was walking out to the ring, and I had made a comment. I was like, "Bro, his abs have abs." Like, <laughs> what the f, man? Like, <laughs> my 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 situation, my whole issue with this this match was it was a no DQ match, but they're still tagging in and out. I didn't understand that. Yeah, because they, they started off the match beating the hell out of each other, and then all of a sudden yeah. they, they go to the ring and they're holding on to the like the. I'm like, yeah, what, I, I, what I, was, I was very confused. Yeah, very what's going confused on, here? on that. They only made it. And, disqualifications because of I think because Edge was coming back yeah yeah and here's my issue with this I want I don't want to cheer for Edge I love Edge as a heel heel Edge is the best Edge he really is honestly I agree I I, he he should have stayed as in control of Judgment Day and Finn Balor as a babyface is what I can get behind. I don't know why they flipped those roles. I don't understand it. I mean, a lot of it, people are saying, is because of the injuries that happened with Cody Rhodes. They needed a new baby face. They needed someone. But but why? Like, I, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't get the, the whole storylines on it, their whole thinking on it. But I personally want to boo Edge. Yeah, it's one of those I things just, where I, I, yeah. I, I think that was all impromptu for whatever reason because literally Edge starts Judgment Day and what? Just a couple weeks later, he, he has turned on. I want to say a month, maybe. Yeah, maybe a month. And, 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 and I was, I was really getting behind them. Yeah. You know? And he, I mean, Edge goes and cuts his hair to fit the role yeah. and all this other stuff. And the next thing you know, they turn on him immediately, and then he's gone for a couple weeks. And yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of, there had to be something going on that we don't know of why well, they they went and did yes. that. Because yes. um, I thought it was a perfect role for him being the head of the Judgment Day. Um, and I thought the the CGI for the Judgment Day was the best CGI of the night. It was great. It was actually the, it was the, great. The swirling clouds in the sky. It it really looked like those clouds were over that stadium. Oh, absolutely. Like, it looked amazing. So that that they they win the CGI of the night. All right, moving on. Uh, Pat McAfee, Happy Corbin. Um, uh, I think two of my favorite parts of the entire match was when Pat McAfee uh, almost fell off the ropes. Yes, that was yeah. it, it, the look on his face was absolutely hilarious. But he saved mm-hmm. it. He saved it. He saved it. Yeah. And, and then uh, there, uh, people noticed in the beginning. He kind of when he went to jump on the ropes, like when he was on his box jump. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he he messed up his jump. But I mean, that again, I go with the ropes being very slippery. Yep, slippery. Because that yeah. was it. Wasn't just him. It was happening all night. Yeah. Well, so. uh, it happened to Logan Paul too. Uh, Logan yeah. Paul. Yeah. He, he almost slipped too. I, I, I think. I think. I think it was a humidity. There was moisture on the yeah. ro- on the ropes because those. The, yep. You know the ropes have the little wrapping on it. It's it's you yeah. know you know it, I can see exactly that happening. When it's that humid, especially if you if you're from states that where you deal with humidity, I'm there right now. Inanimate objects. It's it's crazy. It's crazy to even say it like this, but inanimate objects come to life. They start breathing almost, and they start gra- gathering that humidity, that moisture. Like you know you. It, I have my chairs outside on a, on a on a hot day, a humid day. They they're they're soaking wet. It's just it because it, that's that's how humidity works. And so I can understand I can understand that uh, you know that the, the, those issues they were having. For me, this was the match I was looking forward to out of all the matches. I love Pat McAfee. I love I love, I love Pat I love McAfee. Corbin. Yeah, um, I love Corbin. Uh, he he used to he was a partner on Mixer. Uh, I've, you know, streamed with him. I've communicated that with him. I did I've not had, know. Yeah, it was him and Tyler Breeze 
um, I, mean, I was talking to my wife about it. I still can't, I can't remember the, their name. It wasn't like the Baron Corbin channel. It was, it was like a, um, a group name because it was him and, and Tyler Breeze and another wrestler. And they would take turns streaming. You'd get like streams from their apart, their hotels before events. You get streams of them, you know, in different whoever's house they wanted to be streaming at that day, whoever's office. Like it was, it was, it was a, a team stream kind of deal. Um, so I love Corbin. I love Pat McAfee. I was that this was the match I was looking forward to, and I believe it delivered. I, yeah, I thought I was, this was, was one a great of the best match. matches of the night. Yeah, yeah, I I, I enjoyed it it's a very you know. Uh, I, I I think Pat McAfee. I think what he you know the stuff he's done so so WrestleMania and then SummerSlam mm -hmm. being a uh, like you were kind of saying about Logan Paul part time wrestler ha hopping in there every once in a while. Uh, I, yep. I love his commentating. I, I love yeah. uh, you know. So it's like obviously not every 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 week wrestler, not a full time wrestler, but like every once in a while maybe have a little storyline, whatever. It, yeah, it, it's, I'm, it's cool. I'm, okay I'm, I'm exactly all for what it. they did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he had for he had the the match with Theory at WrestleMania, and like it was like maybe the two or three weeks leading into it, you, you got little more storylines and promos, and mm -hmm. then the same thing with Baron Corbin. You know, the last few weeks he's had some promos going into it. I think they're doing a great job with with the way they do those, and I'm. 100% okay with again going back to the four major pay-per-views if that if that's how you want to have him wrestle I'm okay with that because yeah. it, it doesn't take away from the excitement of okay we listen to Pat McAfee every week yeah and as someone like myself I I catch his YouTube show I'd say maybe once or twice a week especially if I know someone's he that's gonna be on there to, he's gonna be interviewing that I want to listen to the interview because it's not just wrestling it's sports you know he's yeah. talking with football players baseball players everything so I would say once or twice a week I watch him on that um so to get to see him wrestle once every four months I'm all about it all about it oh yeah uh moving on to the uh tag team championship match the Usos versus Street Profits uh I think I, I I personally my my own personal opinion, I think it's hard to not expect an exciting match between the two. I think yeah. I th I think the Usos are great wrestlers, entertainers. Yes. Uh, now I think uh, Montez Ford kind of carries the Street Profits, in my opinion. One hundred percent. I you know Dawkins isn't horrible, but I really I, I expected the Usos to win. Because I, I personally want to see Montez Ford uh, go solo. Um, my own personal opinion. I think okay. he, he, I think he's an amazing entertainer. I think he's a great wrestler. I wouldn't mind seeing him go on a solo run. Um, I think it was great. I think it was a great match. I mean, it was uh, the you know they've had so many matches. It's, it's kind of not really the same thing. But like you knew you're gonna get a lot of action, a lot of super kicks. You know the super high jumps from for Ford. Right. Um, you know, kind of the same thing. You know, you know. Um, and then the Usos ultimately uh, again end up hitting Dawkins with a one D and then you know pinning him. I actually was waiting for Montez Ford to get upset at Dawkins and start attacking him or something. And I turned on him. I was like solo, solo, solo. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, ultimately it was it was it was a you know. It, it was what I expected. There was nothing surprising exactly. in it. It was a good match. I enjoyed the crap match. out of it. Um, yeah, I, I I like their match at Money in the Bank better. I thought I, I thought agree. that was a better match, but this was a very good match. Yeah. I, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, it was good. There's not really much much to say about it in my personal right. opinion. Right. It, it was yeah, just a it's, great it's match. Just, it was a good match. It was a good um, match on the card. Now, yep. one, one, now moving on, it wasn't a match, but I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little upset since I'm going to Raw tonight. And now the reason I'm going to Raw, by the way, is um, 
being out in Houston, I, and I went to a um, uh, the Houston Astros game with a buddy, had no idea Raw was coming, and there was an advertisement on the thing, on the uh, Megatron that said, uh, August 1st, WWE Raw comes to Houston Toyota Center. I'm like, what? You know, and then I went immediately looked at tickets and I'm like, dude, we're like we're like six row first deck, forty bucks. I was nice. like and Toyota Center is not a huge stadium. Um nice. so they're good seats and we're facing the Titan Tron and everything. So I was like, bro, like forty bucks, I'm going. So um but what part of the advertisement in you know, when you bought the tickets was supposedly Riddle and Seth Rollins are supposed to be there, but at SummerSlam you know, Riddle was nursing an injury or whatever, and then shows up out of nowhere, calls out Riddle. Uh, Riddle runs down there, hits him with the curb stomp, and so now I'm like, are they not going to be there? <laughs> like, I, I want to see, I do, I want to see Seth Rollins. I've told you a million times, yeah, Seth Rollins. I love Seth Rollins' yeah, Seth character, man. He love is, him. You know, I freaking think he is. He he's one of those guys right now who's on, who's on a huge like losing streak with Cody Rhodes and everything, but still is excelling. He's so good. Um, he, this is how you know he's he's no longer a baby face or a heel. He is a superstar, and this is he, how you can tell he's a superstar. He has lost almost every match he's had for the last year, but it doesn't change his momentum. No, everyone, he can lose yeah. those matches and still be as big of a star as anybody else, and it 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 doesn't change it doesn't change him. Yeah. So, and I love it. I love that about him. I love that about him. Yeah, I, I you know I, again, it's it's one of those things where I just want to be in in the arena when all of a sudden you just hear burn it down. It's like yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I'm hoping he shows up tonight. I really, I really am. I, really, I, I think, I think he will, and here's why. I don't think Riddle's hurt enough where he couldn't have that match. If he wasn't medically cleared, he realistically he wouldn't have been in, in that ring. Well, yeah, I think, I, I think that that whole thing's a story. I think it's, yes. it's a story, and, and this is why I think it's a story for two reasons. One, in the past, under the Vince regime, when it came to pay-per-views, pay-per-views wouldn't end until almost 12 o'clock after 12 o'clock Eastern time. You're talking four or five hours of, of, of this, and it was because of long video packages, which SummerSlam didn't have a lot of. Those were definitely cut back on. And, and match times, and too many matches, because he was just trying to get every match he could get in on the pay-per-view. What I believe happened is... Triple H looked at this like, okay, we have a giant walk, run, walkway that's just going to eat up time oh, with superstars it, coming it down. Unless, so they, unless everybody runs down that ramp, it's going to take you almost two, three minutes to get to the end. Yeah. So that's a lot of time right there. You have, you had that, um, you gave the women's, both women's matches a lot more time than the normal women's matches get, along with all the other men matches getting time. What I believe Triple H looked at is out of everybody we have out of all these matches, who can we cut but still give them a little bit of time that it doesn't hurt either one of them? And I think when you really look at all the matches, that was the match to do it. You know, you had him get hurt on Friday night or whatever it was, Monday night, whenever, whenever he got, quote unquote, the injury. It was Monday. Monday, right? So now you can now you can pull into the they announced it a few days earlier that the match has been pulled. They didn't, they, and here's why I believe that because they didn't give Seth a match. Yeah. If he was really hurt and that match was bound to be scheduled and be a part of that event, he would have some. He would have had a match with somebody. Yeah. But this worked out 
I think it worked out great. It yeah, you, kept the storyline going. You want Seth Rollins on the card. You really do. You want Seth Rollins to be at SummerSlam. You want Riddle to be at SummerSlam. So it, it I think, I, I thought it worked really well. I thought it was a great segment. It worked. Instead of having the match, you still gave them some highlight time. And... I'm excited for tonight, man. I, I, I'm I, just in general. I, I really, I'm really jealous that you're going tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure I send you a selfie. <laughs> oh, make sure you send me a lot of pictures, please. Um, so, so real, real quick. Uh, um, I'm a huge fan of Riddle. I, I mean, I, I'm, I've, I'm. Uh, it's one of those things where it's because I've spent time with him before. We talked about this before. I've, I trained with him when he was doing MMA before. He's a really, mm-hmm. really cool guy. Very down to earth, but I actually just learned this. I, I, you know, I talk about this all the time on Dads and Gaming. Um, I get caught in YouTube, uh, the rabbit holes, and I found mm-hmm. one uh, video that about wrestlers that actually don't like each other, don't want to work with each other. I never knew that Riddle and Seth Rollins had beef. Did you were you aware of this? Uh, no. Okay. I don't. So, I don't really pay attention to a lot of that yeah, type of stuff. Well, so uh, about a year—I want to say it was about a year ago. Apparently, Riddle's wife made a comment that was not kind about Becky Lynch. Um, I think, okay. I think it's Becky Lynch's Seth Rollins' wife, right? Becky Lynch's, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. Um. So yeah. So I guess his wife or significant other made a rude comment about Becky Lynch, which led to Riddle and Rollins kind of getting into it. Uh, backstage and basically Seth Rollins actually said I never want to work with Riddle and all this other stuff um, and Seth, and Riddle actually did an interview about nine months ago I, I was watching the interview um, basically saying he doesn't agree with what his significant other said and he apparently told Rollins that and then Rollins initially told him um, he never wants anything to do with him and all this other stuff and then here they are working together uh, so it's a little, it's a little interesting, you know, you know, so, well, this, and, and honestly, that's why I don't, I don't, the dirt sheets, quote unquote, the dirt sheets. I don't really fall down. Those, I try not to fall down those rabbit holes. Yeah. Unless it's coming directly from like, if I, if I, so if you were to sh- produce a video where Riddle says, I'm never working with Seth Rollins or Seth Rollins says, I'm never working with Riddle in some type of any interview and it's coming from his mouth, then I really don't care to fall down those rabbit holes because for exactly what's happening now because then why are why are you why are you interacting with each other yeah you know what i mean kind of deal like so i don't know i see, I'm, I, see my, my only take from it was obviously it was almost a year ago that that this whole right. this whole story and came out change in a year absolutely well exactly yeah. and, and they're professionals i mean especially seth, seth rollins I mean, is so prof- super professional um but i'm what I was, I was wondering if this was part of possibly Hey, get over your beef. We're gonna put you guys together. Work, work through it. Whatever. But uh, yes, and it's it, it's that's very possible because yeah. it's happened multiple times in the past. I mean, the one of the best feuds ever is um, Matt Hardy and Ed versus Edge. Yep. Because of Lita. That was that, a that real was story. All, that's that was a real, real story. Lita Lita cheated on Matt Hardy with Edge and left Matt Hardy for Edge. And, and so they they were dating and she left him and and. Because they both had neck injuries, so they were very close. And this is this is going right after where um, Matt Hardy and Edge were best friends. They, yeah. Be- even though even though on screen they were enemies because the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, the Dudleys. This was all around that time. This was when right after that whole tag team scene 
blew up and they started going more on those solo runs, mm -hmm. that's when all this happened. And you know, so that was a real beef. And you know what's, you know? And you know what's hilarious about that is I got caught on that not long ago because I remember watching that back in the day when I was younger and not knowing it was real back then. Mm -hmm. um, and then like learning about it later on, but never actually got the full entire tell all story, like watching mm -hmm. all that, you know, and I actually watched all those interviews because you remember Bite This, uh, the little sh web show that they had back in the day? You know, uh, it sounds familiar. But but maybe. Uh, Bite This was basically a web show that WWE had, that, and a lot of real uh, real interactions came out uh, back then with um, uh, with wrestlers. Like Stone Cold was on there and gave his true feelings. Lita was on there, and Matt Hardy actually called in, and they got into it. He was calling, you know, and basically uh, I was watching all this stuff. I was like, holy crap, dude. Like, I never realized all this stuff went down back backstage, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know? So um yeah it's it's a little um uh so yeah those those real stories like behind the scenes like you know especially like I said learning about it nowadays like um you know it, 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 it but think about those those matches that were with Edge and Matt Hardy how great they were how great um, they were. You know, yes. e even though they had this real life beef going on in the background, I mean, remember when Matt Hardy rushed rushed the ring and they were literally beating the shit out of each other. Yep. Because it came down to two things. One, they're professionals. This is their job. Well, Matt, you and, keep and Matt, your job. You yeah. got to do your do your job. And Matt right? Hardy, so Matt Hardy was released because of at first, yes, yes, yeah, and then they but brought then him back. Vince, Vince knew there was money to be had here yeah like and it made money you and know? they're professionals so, at the end of the day this is their job right. do your job protect the other person and this is not the first time there's been multiple oh, i mean well, you have yeah. jeff jared and kurt angle yep again over over their wives and it's it's you know but it what comes down to i need to be able to trust you even though you hate me that you're not going to drop me on my head you know you need to be a professional and and, and i understand that aspect of it mm-hmm so um, what, what what was after that? That was the the Riddle run in. This was Liv Morgan and R Ronda Rousey. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, okay. Now let me let me let me get your thoughts first on what you thought about that match. I'm not a Liv Morgan fan. I'm not a Ronda Rousey fan. That's why um, I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't think Liv deserves to be champion, even though she keeps the crowd keeps chanting it. I I and my my uh, my friend Sean. Um, he would greatly hate me for saying this. I, I, I don't like her. She, I don't think she deserves it. I don't think she deserves to be champion. She's done nothing to to make me want her to be champion. Ronda, um, I'm I'm tired of the part time wrestlers, and Ronda is a part time wrestler. Um, but with that being said, a part time wrestler that's a heel, I might be able to get behind Ronda as a heel. I don't like Ronda as a babyface. I think that's my biggest issue. I, you know, Rhonda's supposed to be this badass woman. Let let her be a badass woman. You know, one of my favorite women is is um, um, Shayna Baszler, yeah. who's another you know former UFC wrestler. Which I think they do shit with her. They don't do enough with her. But this woman is a fucking badass woman. Let her be that person. So, I, you know, I, I like the t the turn at the end. Um, but that's the only thing that I got out of that match. I, I think it was a. Um, I think the ending was ridiculous, but it needed to happen if you were going to turn Ronda heel. So, I think that's the best way to put it. So, I thought, uh, in my own personal opinion, I I you know I loved Ronda Rousey in the UFC. Um, mm -hmm. I've met and talked to her multiple times before she was even in the UFC. Great human being, uh, but without that clouding my judgment, I I don't think she's 
very entertaining to watch. She doesn't. I. I. I, 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 I mean, like I. I was it. Was it. Was it Charlotte Flair that gave her the boot to the face and like she was already falling before it even came. Like, it, like she doesn't know how to sell. And, yeah, and, she doesn't and, know how and, to sell, and, and she does. And her promos aren't good. I the, can't get behind her all promos. she all she does is call you a bitch the entire time. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's all. That's all it yeah. is. And it's and it's it's one of those things where you're pushing her to the stars, and she. It. it I, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of it. And the, yeah, the, I'm, so I'm hoping this was just a, a finish out of Vince's storyline. All this was, in my opinion, was tomorrow. yeah. All 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 it was. Um, was to fit, you know, basically prolong the storyline, keep Liv Morgan as champion for a little bit longer. Um, the, the even even the finish in reality, in reality, when you go back and watch it, her her she she wasn't really on the mat like you would it would be for a pin. She was too high up right. at her shoulder, like the top of her shoulder. She wasn't really pinned and then i still think even even live morgan tapped just a little bit too early she tapped, yeah at two at, at two, two she not two and a half she tapped right. a little too early and it was it, it was just uh, this was just a filler that's all it was yeah and yeah. and the the turn at the end for heel i get that but other than that i was just kind of yeah get over but it he just, and here's my here's my thing with it people think that she's going to be staying i don't i don't know because she is a part-time wrestler. She's been there for a while now. The last time someone touched a ref was Charlotte. Charlotte got suspended. For she was gone for a few weeks. So I, I don't... Uh, you're not oh, going to suspend... Oh, solid point. Are you not going to suspend Ronda now? She attacked the ref. Like, That's I don't, a solid point. I don't know where this storyline is going to go. So, uh, you know, obviously we'll have to wait until Friday for yeah, SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. To see, to see it. But I, I'm... I, out of everything that came out of, out of, uh, out of Saturday night... That's where I'm most confused on, and like, uh, okay, but yeah, that, again, that was also a match that I really didn't care about. So like, yeah, I, you know, and, I, I don't, I don't yeah. know really how I feel on it all. Either way, long, long story short, the match was subpar. They just attacked. Right. She just attacked right. the arm the entire time. She's crying, right. yelling, and then this controversial yeah. ending. And then okay, yeah. whatever, get the get the end right over. Right. Let's get to the main right. event, right? Pretty much. Right. Um, yeah. Now, I texted you during the main event a couple times. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna straight up say A plus. Um, absolute amazing main event. Uh, you know, Lesnar driving the job to the whole. I love the cowboy Brock Lesnar, which uh, which makes sense now for that entrance ramp. I mean, this, that ramp was huge. It was wide, and I was like, why do they have this giant entrance way? Like, I don't understand. Sense. Yeah, um, and then yeah. it made a lot of sense. They come out of the tractor. <laughs> uh, they these guys beat the holy hell out of each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, with you you, 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 you saw Brock go through these tables and was bleeding out, profusely out yep. of his back. Uh, back got cut yep. uh, when he slammed Roman Reigns in, into the half broken table. Oh. The way he landed, my God! I thought I thought Roman like broke his arm. The way Dude, his arm bent yeah. and hit. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, that was that was, a, that was brutal. A, Gary match. Real quick, did you catch live when Lesnar announced himself and threw the microphone at Roman Reigns? Did you know he caught the microphone? No. I just saw this on WWE on Instagram, and I'll send it to you before I forget. Anyone that hasn't seen it, this is such an amazing thing that I did not catch. So when Brock Lesnar grabbed the mic and introduced himself... Um, he throws the from, microphone from the top of the tractor, no less. From yeah, the top of the tractor, from the top of the tractor, freaking amazing. Um, Roman Reigns actually caught the microphone so smoothly and then winked at Brock Lesnar, and it was by far one of the. I did, I did not catch it. I just sent it to you on Instagram. Check your DMs. Um, 
absolute amazing catch. And then the wink and the smile. Oh, my God. It's so, hilarious. Okay, so I saw the wink and the smile and... And and I saw and I remember okay I haven't watched it yet but I saw the wink and the smile and he had a microphone in his hand I thought he was just holding a microphone the whole time and he was like so did well I. if you can do it I can do it oh, oh my, my god dude it's so great I saw it last night and I was like what <laughs> uh, holy shit he did catch it yeah it was so good it's so great without even picking up his head he was just like yeah, Tink. yeah. And then, oh my god it was so good but then they go out they beat the hell out of each other yeah. uh normal brock won't go down um you know even though he hit him with two superman punches a spear still gets up um now this is where before i get into my thought let's get your thoughts about the whole match what you thought um, I thought it was, again a, a a plus match, the best Roman versus Brock match that we've had. Well, yeah, because WrestleMania to me was uh, I did not like that match. I mean, it's not just WrestleMania. Anytime the two of them have faced, this yeah. was the best Brock versus versus Roman match. Yeah. Um, they again, like you said, beat the piss out of each other. Brock was bleeding from his back. Roman looked like he broke his arm at one point. He he was all busted up. They were going back and forth. I to the point where I I was now at this point I was now watching the rest of SummerSlam in bed. I was like, okay, I'm no longer. I want to go sit in the AC. Want to lay and be comfortable. I was laying down for the the Live and Ronda match, almost falling asleep. Yeah. Once this match started picking up, and pretty much when he announced himself, like I sat up, like I was up now, and and like just I couldn't believe what was what I was watching. Um. Obviously, down to the ring, getting freaking. I've never seen that before. I've seen rings break. I've seen people go through the mat on the ring. I've seen ropes come apart. I have never seen a ring get lifted. You lifted the ring with the tractor. With Roman the tractor. goes flying out of the ring. I literally, and, I was, I was like, almost like it was like it was in the crowd. I was like, holy shit, holy yeah, shit. I was like a little kid. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, it's one thing. It's one thing, like I said, to to see to see the big show and you know uh, Mark Henry suplex each other and the ring breaks. The, the, the ring break, you know, uh, or or Kane choke slamming someone through the mat of the ring. Yeah, like, or, or you saw WrestleMania, you know, uh, uh, the Drew McIntyre cutting the ropes or something like uh, that. The rope, yeah. right? Yeah, you you've seen all that stuff. But now to see this ring get lifted like that and, and to leave have it. Roman in that ring. I think Roman being in the ring made it that much better because it gave that like him lifting up and him rolling down, sliding down like it was a giant slide. If he wouldn't have been in the ring, I don't think it would have had as much of a an effect. Yeah, an effect. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was abs I mean, it was I mean, it was absolutely a crazy thing to see. Which led into one of my favorite parts was uh, Paul Heyman getting F five through the oh, announce table and literally amazing. did did not move the entire time. He the did, rest of the match, he, he did not move one more time. And then you had Austin Theory come out, which my prediction was. I think I texted you it beforehand. Theory's going to come out, cash in Money in the Bank, and lose. He didn't get to cash in the Money in the Bank, so he still has Money in the Bank. Um, uh, you know, big basic guy's ass kicked. Um. And then, obviously, the Usos come out, cover you know, ba yeah. beat up Brock Lesnar, cover him with all the shit, and then uh, which I thought was a great way. Uh, it was a good way. It was a good way for him to lose, right? To lose. I, I honestly, I thought what was going to happen was 
Um, and at one point, I really was like, oh, my God, this is actually going to happen. When he, pit, when he put Roman in the tractor, in the bucket of the tractor, mm-hmm. and then he dumped him into the ring right before he lifted the ring. Right? So he picks him up, puts him in the ring. You thought that he was going to cover thought him with the tractor? He was gonna put the, I thought he was going to put that bucket on top of him to that's pin what, him down. That's what I thought. And then I actually told the guys I was watching it with is that's way too dangerous. Yes. Because um, so, you don't uh, know. If he actually hits that button a little too hard, you can crush yeah. him. Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 that was my thought process as well. And then I was thinking about that's an actual tractor with how much pounds of pressure that thing has. Right. If one, one, right. one false move and you can crush him. And then, you know, right. so I'm kind of so, glad they didn't do that. But, I'm glad they didn't also. But um, with that being said, the way that Roman beat, it was the same concept, but safer. Yeah, exa- you know? exactly. Yes. Um, and Roman climbing up on top of that, like King of the fucking Mountain. Yeah. What a shot. Yeah. What a shot that was. I was yeah. like, oh my God, that's great. So uh, th- so th- this is where I'm going to get into my thing where I got into a heated debate in my Twitch chat about, um, and, and, and let me let me just say this first. I respect the hell out of Roman Reigns. I respect the hell out of the Usos. They're great wrestlers, great entertainers, mm-hmm. great promo cutters. I'm having an issue personally as with the story kind of thing where 630 days as champion, I'm sitting there trying to think like, okay, well you, you're basically like you said in God mode. I'm trying to think who's going to dethrone you. Someone has to dethrone you. Like yeah, I, so, I, I don't, I don't understand where you go from here. I, you well, know, this is where you go. This is my. Now, this is predict- why. This is why I want to talk to you about this because it's like okay. I, I want to make. I want to get the point across. Like, like my buddy thinks I'm like hating on Roman Reigns. I'm like, dude, I love no. Roman Reigns. No. I love Roman Reigns. I, I love him as a heel. I think he's great. Great. I think this, this is the best Roman yeah. Reigns we've ever had. Yeah. I was like, I, I respect him. Don't. I'm not hating on him or the Usos, but, but, where but, do you but, go? but, but the constant like. Yeah, there's no shock factor in my opinion where like you expect them to win pretty much at this point. Right. You know, right. so so go ahead. So I text you uh I think it was like maybe two or three different times throughout there, like with some outlandish predictions. Yeah. Right. And what ifs. Those are more of like what I want to see. Yeah. Now the, here is my true prediction. Roman Reigns is gonna be facing Drew McIntyre at Clash of the Clash at the Castle next month in wherever the Glasgow Glasgow I think there I think it's going to be it's, I think it's so. wherever Drew McIntyre's from yeah Drew McIntyre again another Triple H guy yeah who also was the champion during the pandemic and the Thunderdome era where he was wrestling to TV screens so he never got a real championship run. Um, I think he's going to beat him at Clash of the Champions. I think that's going to be where Roman goes down. And here's why. If we get, which I really think we're going to get, Brock versus Roman at, in Los Angeles next year at WrestleMania, you don't, it doesn't need to be for the title. They're going to be fighting for family, for rights, for the, the, the true tribal chief. Like, that. you don't need to have a title on Roman. So... I can see them dro- Roman dropping it. Now, will it be clean? I don't know. Can Drew beat him clean? I mean, he beat Brock clean. Why can't he beat, you know, he should be able to beat Roman clean. Um, but even if he doesn't beat him clean, and if you really want to put heat on somebody and you really want to make a heel, you have Drew McIntyre beat Roman Reigns at Clash of the 
uh, castle in Glasgow, in his home country, and immediately have us in theory cash in and take it off of fucking Drew McIntyre. Uh, that yeah. would you you would have a riot a riot would start a riot would start or you have him cash in and he loses it i mean and then you have then you even put it you even now elevate drew mcintyre even more but i understand what you're saying where do you go with roman reigns roman reigns has to lose that title he can't be champion forever that, that's where i'm at right now i'm like see, yeah. my, see now and this is what i was trying to explain because the guy I, I was talking to again he's a huge wrestling fan he, he has a lot of knowledge but he didn't grow up in the same time I did and, and you did. I'm used to title reigns not being that long, right? Because right. right. it, it got tossed between, I mean, Stone Cold, The Rock, you know, Un H. Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah, like 630 days, even, okay, even, even here, because for some reason I, I was being listed as a Brock Lesnar fanboy. Like, it's not even that. Brock Lesnar was champion for like 500 days, and I, I think that's way too long. It's too long. It's, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That, and that's that's my only issue. Uh, my issue isn't with the Usos not deserving it, not being good enough, not with Roman Reigns not oh, being good no, enough, I, not even close, not even close. Not even close. It's just one of those things where I want to. I, I wanted like I just I wanted to be wild. Like holy shit, he lost the title. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all. Yeah. That's all. That's all, that's, that's all it is. But at the same time, at the same time, I'm also okay with. Brock not winning the title again because um, yeah yeah it's one of those things where I feel like it, if you took it off of Roman Reigns to give it to Brock Lesnar you might try and do the same thing with Brock Lesnar right right um and um yeah it's just it's just one of those things where it's a storytelling thing for me I want to see something I want to see something different I want I, I you can't be God forever right um right. and that's all it is. I I, yeah. I I love Roman Reigns as the human being, you know, all the stuff he's been through, leukemia and all that stuff. He, you know, uh, him as again, him and his, his promos. Uh, I do think when I was watching, because I've been doing a lot of catch up, by the way, with Peacock. I've been watching okay. over the like all the all the pay per views I, I've missed over the last ten years. I watched all the Summer Slams, all the Royal Rumbles, all the WrestleManias, all the Survivor, you know, Survivor Series, all all the, all the, anything that's on Peacock. I've been catching up. Um, right. I, I've had a lot of time out here in Texas, obviously, <laughs> but it's like, but I, I will say when Roman Reigns was, they were trying to fa uh, push him as a face. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't like him as a face. I, nope. I think in the beginning, his moveset was very limited. Um, mm -hmm. it was just Superman spear and it was like kind of, I think he was kind of boring in the beginning. Uh, that's mm -hmm. just, that's just my opinion. Uh, I think he's excelled. Um, yes, and 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 I'm not. And he, I think he deserves the spot that he's in, the spotlight that he's in. One hundred percent. I've never liked Roman Reigns ever. Yeah, and I, I never really liked Seth Rollins. The two versions that we have right now in the present of Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns is the best versions of them, and I love them. And Roman Reigns, I acknowledge you <laughs> because. And you and you have you have to at this point because of everything that he's done. If 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 you have if you haven't watched the episode of Evil, um, oh yeah, it's great. It's great. For Roman Reigns, you need to watch it because it is amazing and it and it's it's saying everything that I'm saying right now. He was the guy that was shoved down our throat, and we were like, no way, no way, no way. He leaves because he got sick, and when he came back, this version that he's come back with, this tribal chief is. It, he deserves to have the 700-day run. But again, back to what you were saying before, it's got to end somewhere. And how does it end? Yeah. Who ends it? Yeah. Is Brock Lesnar ending? I really hope he doesn't. Yeah. I, I think it needs to be a, a Drew McIntyre, a Sheamus, 
someone that's you wouldn't expect. Yeah, but now, but not theory, not theory, <laughs> not theory. Right, someone you wouldn't expect, but someone that you can see why. Yeah, I could see Seth Rollins beating him. Yeah, I, that's but that's that's you know? kind of, that's kind of where I was at. That's like, that's kind of the point that I was trying to get across. Where I'm trying to gauge what other talent there is, and. You're, you're turning him into okay. You remember back in the day when Kane first came into the w, WWF? Um, no one could beat him, he, right. he ran through everybody. Yeah, and it's, it was one of those things where you, I remember back when I was a kid, who could beat this guy? And it's kind of how you've built up Roman Reigns, where you, in my opinion, you've almost made him like a godlike person. You can't beat mm-hmm. him, and if you can beat him, the Usos are going to come out and beat the shit out of you to right. help him the win. The are always going to be the, the wild card. Exactly. So it's like I've, I've got, you know, I'm, I'm trying to gauge in my head who is on the roster that can that can take that title from you and, and at this point it kind of has to be a wow factor. Mm-hmm. It's not going to, it's not going to be a straight up 1v1 match and you end up winning. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I don't yeah. think he's, if he drops that title, that's, it's not going to be a one-on-one match. And and almost the same thing for the Usos because the Usos are now in the same type of situation. Like, yeah, who's going to beat them? Who's beating them? You know, you know? other than the Street so, Profits, who, what, what, you know, RK Bro's not there to beat them. Right. Uh, and know? the Street Profits, I, I would say out of everybody, out of, out of every tag team right now, the Street Profits were the ones who could have done it if not them then the new day new day yeah the new day have that history with the with the usos the new day have you know their own records as title holders so maybe you get a one on one with the new day and they take it but i'm going to go with most likely it's going to come in a um a multi team situation and i believe they'll lose their titles before roman loses his well that's and that's kind of where i sat where when the usos won I was thinking to myself, uh, then Roman's going to have to win because Roman yeah. can't not be the champion and have them and have them uh, champion. as champion. Yeah, it, 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 it's not going to. It won't mesh well. So I, I think what they need to do, honestly, for real, is get rid of having the 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 the, the, the two championships. Split it back up. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you on that one. And then because then it change it'll that'll change the landscape so much. You have two champions again. You have a SmackDown and a Raw champion. Then you can have Roman still be a champion, but drop the Raw championship to McIntyre. And now McIntyre's champion on Raw again. Like, well, I don't. I, I've never liked. I've never unified. liked the unified. The unified. If you're good, especially if you're going to have a brand, a brand split. Yeah. Now, granted, well, over the last few weeks, the brand split was. You know, you were seeing guys on both shows, but that's because it was SummerSlam coming up. Now you're going to be back into these these little pay-per-views again, leading into Survivor Series, which is built off of a brand split. You know, one Raw versus SmackDown. You you got you 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 might as well have you have to have two champions. So I, I don't know. Maybe we get all this with under the new the new Triple H era. Um, but that I feel is a way that you could realistically fix this situation is by splitting up the titles. And if you don't, then I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, like I said, we'll find out a lot more tonight. Uh, we'll see. See what we're gonna, what's going to end up happening. Um, I will probably scream my head off if Ed, if Ed shows up, uh, which I expect him to. <laughs> see, I, well, here's my thing. Did you notice that his music was different? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I, yep. I, I, I want to hear the original. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but you know, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it, it's an interesting road that we're gonna take here in the next couple weeks. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, I just had to make sure I get that point across with Roman Reigns. Like, I, I you know, it's like I, just because I'm questioning the story doesn't mean I question the talent. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I want Cody Rhodes back. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I made that comment there. Well, who do you want to see? They were like, "Who do you want to see beat Roman Reigns?" I'm like, "I'm a Cody Rhodes fanboy right now." <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Cody. I mean, Cody Rhodes is a huge. That, that's a, that's a huge name that could uh, uh, dethrone him. And again, he like, won't be back for a wanna, while. Though you you want to you want to put heat on somebody and you want to make someone of a gigantic heel. Have Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns for the title and then have Theory cash in and beat Cody Rhodes. You, you I'll want, die. I'll die. You want heat? There you go. You got some serious heat on somebody. So See, I mean, there's a lot of different ways this go. I'm excited where 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 we're going. And t- tonight is the first time I've been excited for Raw in a long, long time. Long time. Are you, so, yeah. I'm. Uh, yeah. No. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm excited. <laughs> I'll be there in my Austin 316 T-shirt. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so all right i think that's, i think that's good stuff we went a little bit a little bit over an hour you know, we're trying to keep it under but there's a lot that there's a lot to there's to, a lot to go there's there. a lot to dissect rants, so yeah, yeah there's a lot to dissect but um we're gonna end it there hope you guys enjoyed the episode make sure you guys are following whatever platform you guys are listening to it on uh goldie again thank you uh no problem as, as always so until next time guys for myself and goldie we'll see you on the next episode peace, peace.